My darling girl, when are you going to understand that being normal is not necessarily a virtue? I'd rather denote a lack of courage. You've just entered the cool friend hour. <laughs> just like okay. we're gonna we're, we're gonna work this into because this is who we are this is who we are my that calzone has four different cheeses it's gonna make you shit your brains out and on that note welcome <laughs> to another episode of the girlfriend hour i'm morgan feza your host and I'm, I'm taylor jones your co-host i'm so sorry you had to hear that <laughs> It's okay. Uh, Patrick just told us both that we are fucked because we're absolutely roasting him. Um, Patrick, I do want you to know that my listener base has reached the UK, Australia, Brazil, Jamaica, and the US. Um, so I'm letting all of our listeners nationally know Patrick does not wash his ass. Um, so we were roasting him because we told him that he needed to get like right in the crack. <laughs> right in the crack. Like, like yeah, like bend it over, spread them cheeks, and clean that booty. Bend and snap. Bend and snap. Bend and snap. Yeah, and we're also um gonna get him. We called them peppermint poof patches, so that like <laughs> when he bends over, he or he farts, um it'll smell like peppermint and not like hot garbage in July because he hasn't washed his butt crack. <laughs> um, see, this is why we get along, Patrick. Okay. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're very dysfunctional see this is this is the this is really like we're not the ghost store i can't talk today good lord the it's ghost okay. stuff isn't the scary stuff the scary stuff <laughs> is people who don't wash their ass yeah that's and a real supernatural activity going on in the like herrera household is that how you say it, herrera yeah 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 or in my, in my, I sometimes like to say, it's a lot of errs in there. Oh, let me fix that. So yeah. the real supernatural <laughs> activity is that Patrick Herrera doesn't wash his asshole. Not true. <laughs> <Slander>. <laughs> Thank Oh, dear Lord. I'm going to choke today. I swear my throat keeps drying up. I'm like, I'm double fisting. I got a mason jar of water, a Chick-fil-A cup full of soda. <laughs> I feel like I need to have water. I've been drinking Coca-Cola for the last hour. You need to go home. Oh, wait, no, you are home. You need to go to your room. Do you know that I've met two people in my life that like, well, not like in my life, because I don't think I would no, that's terrible. Hold on. Let me just, I'm going to suck that thought back in because I'm like, that is not very nice. You just nice. made me think of Ace Ventura. That's what you did. That's what you said. That's what you did. Hold on. Let me I'm remind like... it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I just felt like. I was like, I, I saw the train wreck happening in my mind as it was slowly coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, nope, we're going to put this train back on the tracks and we're going to back it up. Um, But I met two people in my lifetime. One who literally doesn't drink anything but iced tea. Like, that used to no be me water. as a kid. That used to be me as a kid. We used to have um, powdered, like, iced tea oh, all the time. Oh, so good. It was. With and then the wooden we went spoon? To, mm-hmm. And then we ended up going to Arizona iced tea for the longest time. And then at some point, my mom was finally like, all right, this is, like, 
garbage. So we need to stop drinking this. We've only, I feel like it's going to be like that show. Um, oh, crap. What is it called? It's like uh, my strain, my strange addiction. And yes. like, you remember the lady with cheesy potatoes? They like brought in a dump truck and they were like, this is how many <laughs> potatoes you yes. eat in a year. Yes. I I'm like, <laughs> I can see the roll it up and being like, this is the amount of sugar the Jones family <laughs> has consumed in a year. And it's just like, it's like, this is how many iced teas that you guys have drank. But I was like, it was terrible. Flabbergasted. This lady literally just drinks like handles, like freaking handles of like Arizona strawberry iced tea. And I was like, ma'am i am a care manager like i i am here and this is like if i don't report this i'm like this is not good like no, i'm like one- you have unmanaged diabetes and you're mm-hmm. drinking a gallon of iced tea a day that is mainly sugar like that is the base ingredient diabetes diabetes uh, she the one that <laughs> took me by surprise the most was that one episode where the woman was eating the ashes of her husband I miss that oh my god she every day would eat like she it was like some like almost like as if she had like some cocaine addiction okay she'd literally like scoop it up and like rub it well she'd eat it and then she'd like rub it in her gums to like really get it in there because she liked the grit of it and because of that story because of that story I actually found out that when you get cremated whether it's like a I don't know about animals but I know for people it's not always just the person's ashes you also get like they say there's like certain debris in it and like there's like other stuff so it's never just the and human's probably ashes. somebody else's ashes yeah. I would imagine like it's like yeah. a there's layers to that so she I just now thought about it she's eating her husband's ass and we were just talking about ass eating. <laughs> oh, dear God. And no, we are not ass eaters. We're, I just would like to clear the air now. That is not what we were talking about. What mm-hmm. we were saying mm-hmm. is that we live in a culture where people eat each other's asses, but then like <laughs> get all upset and like bent because you want to double dip a chip. Like, yeah. so yes, just wanted to clarify. We're not ass eaters. And if you're an ass eater, I mean, there's no discrimination here to each his own. Um, but I mean, that was kind of a good segue. I mean, you like, we kind of, we got a little morbid there about yeah, the ass, ass, eating. ass eating. And yeah. I honestly think I, I'm, I'm a little traumatized because I don't, I, the thought of rubbing like my dead husband into my gums <laughs> and possibly somebody else's relatives and more other dead people and mm-hmm. God knows what else is on there. Like no, because I would I'm totally gonna roast Patrick right now. But like that kid's God. got toes for days. Okay. He's got toes for days. And I love him dearly. Um, but I don't love his toes. Um mm-hmm. and if I the thought of his toes, or like I like to call him toe beans, the thought of his toe beans I in my mouth, I think I'd probably run for the hills. Yeah. Yeah. And throw up. Yeah, there's uh I don't know that that strange addiction show man like sometimes I'm like are you like are you just doing it for the cloud because I can't like I can't imagine like the lady that was eating like chalk I'm like the sense the the even the thought the sensation of chalk on my teeth mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. my butthole want to fall out <laughs> no, like I can't even handle chalk on a chalkboard and mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling like the thought of it right now is eating me out but I don't like clothes in the teeth like, I don't like the feeling of, like, clothes rubbing on your teeth. It's the same feeling as, like, rubbing 
your nails on a chalkboard. So I just want our listeners to like hear the conversation that's happening because then you really understand why me and Taylor work together so well as a dynamic because we are just like equally and lovingly weird and like in such an amazing way. Like I love being weird and dysfunctional and like Taylor, you love being weird and dysfunctional, right? Yeah. You know, what's actually sad about that. I so I work at a camp this summer. It's my first year working at a camp. And um, it's definitely different from substitute teaching because like you don't really have like ground rules. There's no like set boundaries where like when you're in school, you kind of like have to listen, do what you're told. Whereas camp, they're kind of like a do whatever you want kind of like vibe. And this one kid came um, up to me and his brother was actually with me the day before so I had his brother the day before because I get each class every other week and so I had his brother the day before and I was like yeah I said your brother's such a little weirdo and he cracks me up and in my term of weird weird is like the best term that you could like say like if I say somebody's weird like that's like a compliment but this kid like I don't know if he sees weird as a different way but I was like yeah like you're very like sweet and you know quiet and very like calm but I've noticed that your brother is very like silly and weird and goofy. And I love that about you guys. And he was, he, he stared at me for like a second and then was like, what do you mean he's weird? And I was like, that's a compliment. Like, that's the best thing. Like, like a goofy kind of way. Like, you know how you're the youngest, whenever like you're, you're unique. <clears throat> yeah. Whenever you've got like the youngest kid in the house, they're usually the weird ones. AKA my younger sister. She's the weirdest of them all. Um, <laughs> But like, it was weird because I like had to step back for a second. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that not everybody thinks weird as like a good thing. Like some people, especially in a kid's mind, some kids and people think that like weird is not a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's why like, I like to finish the show with like, let's get weird because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I want to normalize like my whole life. People are like, oh, you're so weird. Or like, you know, like I didn't talk about like my gifts and like my sensitivities because I like, I was like people are going to think I'm weird. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. I like being weird. I think weird I is cool. It. Like, I think that when you're weird and you're different, like you can't be emulated. So like, mm. I love it. So I'm like, <laughs> we are going to redefine weird and the negative stigma behind it just by doing the ghoul friend hour. That is my mission. That's the only thing that comes out of this podcast. And God knows what else will come out of this podcast between you and I. Mm-hmm. Sorry, least... I just noticed my braids went behind my head and now I look bald. That's okay. That's a, it's all right, Miss Trunchbull. We love you. I gotta, like, <laughs> I gotta, just like, kidding. I'm stocky. totally kidding. You actually look very cute with your braids. Even if you were bald, <laughs> you'd be very cute. They're like a day old. I washed my hair last night and I didn't feel like doing it this morning. So I was like, I'm gonna keep oh. them in a braid all day. Yeah, I was doing that with like the GI jane bun that i had going on i like (laughs) slicked my hair down and like it was like to the point where i had to take a shower like right before this podcast was i was like okay this thing is like a helmet like i can knock on my head and it was like creakety crackety (laughs) like and matt was like yeah it was like i was like i gotta i gotta rinse this out i'm like because it's it's like so tight that like my eyebrows are just like like (laughs) yourself natural botox literally that's why i love it though because like whenever i pull it really tight i'm like it just (laughs) naturally like lifts my face like 
really <laughs> maybe not like that that looks weird but all right so what are we gonna talk about oh no but I will tell you that um I wasn't expecting because I know that we weren't expecting to do a podcast tonight so I was gonna get it ready this weekend but there was this one story I spent the last week just binge listening to skinwalker stories Mm. and some of them like I think that the crazy part about being in today's era is how like desensitized you can come to be like with a lot of things like I feel like you and I I mean there's a lot of people that I've actually met that like can't even watch a scary movie like I had a friend in college who I went over her house during Halloween and we were carving pumpkins and she goes, you want to watch something? I was like, yeah, you want to put on a scary movie? And she goes, well, what is it? Cause it depends. Cause I'm terrified. I can't watch scary movies. We ended up watching as above so below. And I was like, Ooh, girl, that's not a good choice. Like, why don't we pick something like that's a little- the catacomb movie, isn't it? The Paris yeah. catacomb. Yeah. That yeah. movie was, and- that was freaky. I was like, maybe let's pick something a little more, not, <laughs> not like it. She's like, well, no, we'll watch it. And she literally couldn't even finish it. She, we got like, I've seen it so many times. It doesn't phase me anymore. Really? But like, it's crazy sometimes seeing how like desensitized we are to certain things. But I was listening to some of these podcasts. And I'm like, oh, like that's, that's whatever. But there was this one story that I heard and I feel like if we talk about it I'm probably gonna butcher the story anyways but it was and I don't know if it was a real story if it was just one of those made-up stories but I was listening to somebody who like kind of voices different stories like I'm assuming they go online and they pick out these stories and they like do voiceovers on YouTube but um there was this daughter and this father and I don't know if they live in like the woods or whatever they live somewhere kind of out I want to say like Montana or something, somewhere Midwest. And uh, one night the girl and the, the father, they wanted to camp out in the backyard. And so he set everything up. Like he did this really cute thing where he set up like the TV out in the tent so they could watch a movie together and stuff. And um, she made him watch like some cheesy like kid movie or something. And they, he ended up falling asleep and she ended up falling asleep. Comes the middle of the night um he starts hearing some like rustling and where his tent is is like they said that they have a fence that's about six feet high so he's a six foot fence he's got his tent and on the other side is like the woods and he said he started hearing like what sounded like an elk screeching and so he's like oh that's weird like you know the way that it sounded kind of sounded off but he figured out it's probably an elk and then he could hear that it was trying to like get over the fence and like for an elk to get over a six foot fence that's a little crazy so then he starts thinking what if it's like a burglar but that's also like really difficult to have a burglar try to get over a six foot fence so finally it gets over and the elk we'll call it starts walking around like he can hear the footsteps walking around the backyard and then it comes over close to the tent and what weirded him out was that the breathing didn't sound like normal breathing. It sounded like it had blood in its lungs and that it was trying to raspily like breathe. And so he was kind of like, okay, like he was paralyzed. He didn't know what to do. And so the things like sniffing around, trying to figure stuff out. And it sounded, he said it sounded like it was on all four. And so all of a sudden 
he says that it comes up to like the entrance, like where it's zippered and the cord, the extension cord that's attached to the TV starts slowly moving. So the thing's trying to pull the cord. And so he immediately goes into like alert mode and he's like, okay, let me unplug the TV. As soon as he unplugs it, the cord just goes straight out. Oh, so he's sitting here like, what do I do? Right? He's like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like, this is, <clears throat> you know, like my daughter's in here. Thankfully, he said that his daughter was sleeping in a sleeping bag in the middle of the tent. So whatever it was, couldn't like get to her from the edge. And then um, it, it, I guess, ended up walking over to the door of the house because it set off the lighting. And so he could see the silhouette. And he said it was very weird because it looked very tall, very huge, but he couldn't really make out anything. And uh, the light kind of like scared it away. So he heard it like run back over the fence and go back into the woods. And so he took that opportunity to take his daughter back inside. They ended up you know, watching some TV until they fell asleep. He didn't say anything to the daughter because he didn't want to scare her. And so like a week goes by and he said that he had like seen something in the yard again, but from inside. <coughs> and he noticed that every day from then on, it was like trying to get closer and closer to like the house and and he never told his wife about it but the one day his wife was doing the dishes and you know how a lot of kitchens have like the backyard window like usually yeah, it like shows like the house yeah yeah and so they had one of those and she's doing the dishes he's watching tv and uh <clears throat> all of a sudden his wife goes what the fuck is that and they both look out the window and they see this thing but it looked like half human half like animal like deer like and, and if you've known like with skinwalkers usually yeah. the biggest things are like they have these like deer like half human half deer type of and like dogs too right yeah, like, they, yeah. But they're like a weird looking dog <clears throat> yeah and they're very like raspy sounding and when they talk they sound like they're a lot of people describe it I've noticed as like having blood in the lungs like it's very hard to you know breathe and I don't remember if he did mention <clears throat> um about that smell because like you know how a lot of times people say when it comes to skinwalkers they have they get that like rancid dead body type of smell like a dead yeah, animal it's like pungent yeah um and so it was so creepy and I'm just listening to this and at one point he said that he swears that one night it even got into the house and it like he heard the screen door open oh no I, I would myself, be like how did screen door even open in the first place like if you knew that all of this was going on I would have would one of those like, like bars in yeah. like the yeah I would do something it was just it was so creepy and so like I heard this story and I'm like listening to it as if I was listening to all the other stories I'm like oh it's gonna be another one of those like stories and it irked me so much and I don't know why the way they described it it was just like creepy as hell it was, it was terrifying there was this is going to kill me because I got to think of where I saw it so I can see if I can find the story because I've been like kind of like low-key trying to look like on Reddit because I'm like I don't know if it was Reddit or if I saw it on TikTok or something but whatever so this um person was talking about um they had some sort of like ghost encounter and this whatever it was like came up to this girl and she 
said that like when it like came to her she like she wasn't sure if it was going to attack her or what it was going to do and she had like it was like a almost like a sleep paralysis moment and she picked up I don't know if it was a can of hairspray or whatever it was and like knocked the shit out of whatever this thing was (laughs) and I was crying laughing because like, so this is not as scary because like, you know, the comment section always delivers. It always yeah. delivers. So like people are like, <laughs> they're like, if I was like, I'm just going to say ghost. They're like, if I, if I was that ghost and I got beat to shit with a, a can of hairspray, I would just quit haunting altogether and just cross over. And I was like, seriously though, like I would be so embarrassed. I have to find it. Um, because it was so freaking funny and I was like dude imagine like just imagine like you're a spirit and like you go after somebody you're like oh yeah I got this I'm gonna scare the crap out of this family I'm gonna get them out of this house and then you get your ass beat by a can of Aquanet like I would be crying my Um, parents who would probably also be passed would be so disappointed they'd be like what what are you good for seriously oh wait is this it oh no it was a stanley cup that's what it was (laughs) (laughs) that's even funnier okay so i'm gonna play i have to play this so you can hear this girl's story i don't know how many minutes it is but i have to get to the part with the stanley cup it was tiktok (laughs) um it's called creepy story times i don't i can't really give credit to whoever this woman is because i i think it's just like multiple story things so I'm going to put it up to my speaker and then we'll listen. Number one is why you should always be very careful when inviting anyone into your home, even family. So for those of you guys who follow me on here, you already know that my father and I don't have the best relationship. Recently, I found out that he had a baby, so I reached out. We ended up reuniting. I met the baby and decided to invite them over to my house for dinner. Mind you, my home is extremely, extremely protected. So if anybody comes in with any type of negativity around them, they're not going to feel well. So he comes over, the minute he walks in, he starts to become ill. He said he felt like he was going to faint, that he didn't know what was going on. They ended up cutting their visit short and practically rushed out of the door. I didn't think much of it and just decided to go on with my day. The next day, which was on Sunday, I woke up in the worst possible mood. I couldn't understand why I was in such a bad mood. I had absolutely no reason to feel so angry, but... Something was just really bothering me. I decided to take the kids to go watch the new Spider-Man to kind of get my mind off of it. Once I left the house, I realized that I no longer felt like that anger. Like, it was gone, and I felt fine. But the minute we went back home, I started to feel angry again. Decided to ignore it. I don't know why I keep ignoring things. Decided to ignore it. Went about my day. That Monday, I wake up. When I go downstairs, I notice that the house is dark. Like, there's this darkness around the house. My house is extremely light. I have My shades are always open. I don't like darkness. But again, busy with work, I kind of just get ready and go about my day. When I get home later on that day, the house has this weird, like, rotting smell. My kids can't smell it, but I can smell it, and it's bothering me. So I go around cleaning the house. I'm, like, bleaching. I'm scrubbing. I'm mopping. I'm like, where's that smell coming from? I even, like, deep clean the trash can, like, in the inside, thinking maybe something spilled in there. I couldn't get the smell from, like, out of my nose. That night, I go to bed and I'm waking up at exactly 3 a.m. So I'm like, Ugh. fun. This is fun. I'm like getting chills even thinking about it. My mouth is so freaking dry. I go downstairs to get something to drink. When I go downstairs, I notice that the basement door is open. I never leave that open. So I shut it, grabbed the water, right there. and went back to my room. The minute I lay down, I'm paralyzed. 
but this thing paralyzes me and it shows itself. I'm like fighting back. Again, I'm not afraid of any of this stuff because I've been dealing with this stuff my whole life. So I'm pretty much laughing at it, telling it that it has no power. It needs to leave. I start to pray, pray and pray. And it's continuing to like hold me down. At one point, I'm able to break free and I like overpower this thing. I have one of those Stanley cups, the dupe, not the real oh one. I'm going to spend $20 on the cup. <laughs> my nightstand, I started to hit it in the head with it. Once I did this, it went away. I say my prayers and go to sleep. Okay. So that's where we're going to stop that. I am like already crying laughing because first off, okay, I have to gather myself because I'm literally <laughs> pissed my pants. Like, not only did you not get beat by a Stanley Cup, you got beat by a Stanley Cup dupe. Like, it's not even a real Stanley Cup. You got your ass knocked out. Like, you thought you were big, bad, like, boss. And this this lady broke free not only from your sleep paralysis but beat her sleep paralysis demon (laughs) with a dupe stanley cup and that was probably the funniest like it was the scariest but the funniest thing i think i've heard all week and i was like oh i have to share this with taylor when we do our just like gobbledygook podcast because i was like i figured if you were agreeing to doing a podcast after or like legit podcast episode I was like, we have to do something funny and just kind of yeah. like share our personalities. But I was cracking up at that. And I was like, I've never heard of anybody like fighting off a ghost like they would fight off an intruder. And I don't yeah. even know if I'd hit an intruder with a, with a, a fake Stanley Cup. No, I'd probably pull my pants. Yeah, like I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was my little, um, that was my little digress that I had to, I had to share with you because I thought it was so funny. Um, but yeah, so there was another, I think I'm just going to call this like funny ghost stories. There was another one. Um, oh, actually, hold on. Should I read some of the comments from that? Yes. Some of the comments are really funny. Um, all right, hold on. So yeah so one person said as a spirit i would be so embarrassed if i got beat with a stanley cup and then it says somebody wrote beats up demon in the head with a stanley cup dupe and casually just goes back to bed yes um let me see can you imagine this spirit going and telling other spirits that they got the shit beat out of them with a water bottle and somebody wrote no weapon formed against me shall prosper I feel like I feel like there needs to be like a comment that says like uh ghost zero Stanley Cup dupe one. I think somebody did is there? I think somebody I yeah, I genuinely I think I saw something like that. Um I definitely saw that. But like so many people were writing such funny things, and I'm like, I swear the internet delivers every single time. And like there was so many people that were like, um, talking about the stanley cup and somebody wrote sis literally fought a demon with a stanley cup dupe and then went back to sleep and i'm like (laughs) like i'm like how do you tell such a serious story like this and she was given like a legitimate warning she's like this is why you should not let people in your house like you got to be careful and then she's like oh i beat this ghost ass with a stanley cup dupe yeah sounds like sounds about right it was great it was great um then it was a weird day for the internet too, for like scary stuff. Cause when I was researching, I then hopped on Reddit 
And the very first thing that I see is I think I had a sexual encounter with a ghost last night. No, because why did that just take me to scary movie? Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. That what like when she she's on the me? ceiling. She's like, Baby, wait up. <laughs> Big Daddy or whatever. I don't even know what she <clears throat> I don't remember, but I just remember she was like all up on the ceiling. <laughs> um but this guy, uh, Durzo underscore Blint 700 wrote, I think I had a sexual encounter with a ghost last night. If anyone has ever experienced anything like this, please DM me. It's been happening slightly the last couple days, and I'm not sure if it's in my head or not, but I definitely felt something last night. I'm a male, 27 years old. I was laying in bed on my back and I started to feel this cold goosebump sensation on my chest. Then a tingling sensation with a little pressure around the crotch area, almost as if somebody had sat on me. Then I, then I started to feel a cold tingle around my, you know what? Oh, and, it, and it would move just a tiny bit on its own. It stayed like that for another five or 10 minutes. Then all of a sudden, the sensation became really strong. But you guys can guess the rest. Um, and it said it only lasted for maybe about 10 seconds. And then it was gone. Um he wrote i enjoyed it but should i be concerned about this at all i don't really know what to do about it i'm like boy no because why is that just another word for a wet dream yeah and not only that but like but... 10 seconds bro 10 seconds <laughs> like why would you put the ghost was probably like really bro really yeah like out of all the out of all the things that you could have put <laughs> on the internet he could have at least given himself credit and been like at least a minute. Yeah, like fabricate <laughs> a little bit. Like don't do that to yourself, especially on a Reddit forum of all places. You wrote it lasted ten seconds. So because what would have like brought that whole thing together is if he was um if the the ghost played um oh my god what is that meme song everyone's been it was going around for a while and it was that oh see see bat what was it see something that please tell me you heard that song and it was like this dude he used to play it during sex and it was like the cheesiest thing ever now I gotta look it up to show you and it sounds familiar but watching, I'm like uh everyone who's watching is, is is probably going to be like please please don't well like I'm cracking up because like I don't know if this guy was genuinely looking for help or if this was just like satire but of course you got people here comes the comment section the internet delivering once again uh <laughs> they wrote supernatural riz love it um erectoplasm love it um <laughs> get the ghostbusters somebody wrote uh oh gosh where was that <clears throat> one ghost <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Ghost -ussy. I'm like, okay. And then somebody was like, um, yeah, dude, like that sounds like nerve damage to me. Like you should probably go to a doctor. <laughs> They're like, uh, this hap this has happened to me because I get I have nerve damage over 60% of my body and basically admits that his uh privacy parts are not working. Um and then somebody came in and said it's the gurpees. I love that the gerbies. Gerbies, <laughs> ghost herpes. I'm like, oh. Um yeah, like I I'm like Reddit, like I think the Reddit comment section is even funnier than some of the stories. Um, and somebody was like, Yeah, are you sure you're not having a psychotic break? I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um <laughs> Like I don't, I would just well. take down this. I would take down this story at this point because it's so much worse than it was the other day. 
Um, I. Oh no! Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I was gonna play that song for you. I got it queued up and ready to go. Oh, play it, play it. Okay. Hopefully, it won't be too loud. After an ad, of course, because we love the ads. ads Please hold. Best. Brief intermission. Anybody? L'Oreal sponsor us. <laughs> Do you need um, L'Oreal shampoo and conditioner? Do you need any L'Oreal products? <laughs> All right. L'Oreal, help me. I'm poor. Can you hear it? Patrick's gonna come out and hate me for this. I kind of hope he does. I can't hear it anymore. Oh dear God. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, this. Like it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? With the little squeaks. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was like the best meme. Um, yeah, so so the ghost, if he was playing that, would have made it like ten times, ten times. Oh better. yeah, get it yeah. in the mode. Mm-hmm. There, um, this is this is the <laughs> last comment because it's really funny. It was like, uh, they wrote it in like a quotation as if somebody was like saying it. Um, it said, "If there are any supernatural entities in this room, please make yourself known." Penis gets colder. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, yeah, it just went down like a dark road. Everybody's talking about like all the other things that this ghost could be doing. And people are like, oh my God, it's a succubus. Don't, don't give in. And I'm like, he, he already did. He said he lasted 10 seconds. So yeah. like, he's, he's already made the pack. He already blew it. He already, yeah. Literally. literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. Imaginary. Yeah. Well, she, uh, well, we don't even know if the ghost is a he or a she, so. We don't judge. Yeah. So, I mean, it very well could have. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to segue into our, <laughs> into another story. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying so hard to find. I need like sound effects so we could be like, like something from the office. Like anytime we make like a, a blup or yeah. like a. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe we won't continue with that. And then it'll just yeah. keep like, like a whoops, a whoops sound. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I this- was, there was this really fun idea that I totally was, um, I thought of the other day, uh, other, I, oh my gosh, now I'm having a moment. <laughs> the other day I had this idea where I was like, oh my gosh, whenever we have a guest on the show, like whether I'm here or not. Yeah, we should make it like a thing where I know usually at the end of everything we say like the let's get weird. Yeah, but like we should totally do um, depending on like what the situation is. Like if it's more of like a spooky thing, we should totally ask like a Halloween question just to kind of like get to know them like maybe in the beginning. And so Ooh. I found this, like one website and it was like 50 spooky questions to ask your friend group to get into the Halloween spirit. And so there were some like really good things. Like if you were to commit a murder, how would you go about it? Oh or my gosh. Using a Ouija board or, you know, oh, this one's good. Do you have a hunch about the way that you will die? Like, <gasps> I what even know what I want to think about that. Life, right. There's like all these good questions. So I, like, it would be a really good segue to like, if, you know, we don't have a plan right away, if we don't have an idea of like what we're going to talk about first, 
it'd be like really cool to be like, all right, like to get to know you, like we got these questions, like, or like just ask one question. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I feel like that would be fun. And those are like very thought provoking. Right? Like I would be like, I don't even, I don't think I have had a hunch about how I'll die. Yeah. And do I I really want to have a hunch about how I'll die? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Mm, no but I did just I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now and I just came across one that would like literally terrify me but it says would you sleep inside of a coffin for a night and I would say absolutely fucking not because I'm claustrophobic yeah I was gonna say like it depends on if like is the top closed is it not because nope. if it's not yeah I could probably do it but like if you close that top is game over boy I'm okay yeah <laughs> um there is a um so on the cryptids page somebody uh roscoe sf posted people who have had their own cryptid encounter what happened and darwin burser um is the name of the writer definitely delivered um so he wrote i'm a cop my zone partner and i park our patrol vehicles at the bottom of a long dirt road that leads to an abandoned school very creepy We only do this on night shift when it starts to get slow around 1 a.m. It's a relatively safe place for us to catch up on paperwork or watch some YouTube. We have had several odd experiences there from strange lights that maneuver quickly into the woods to possible UFO sightings. We even found a body down there years ago that still has not been identified. Jesus Christ. That's only like, oh, my gosh, that like that went downhill quickly. Um, But that's not even the most terrifying what okay (laughs) what is i'm kind of scared i'm like what's more terrifying than finding a body in a ditch where Um, you've had ufo sightings the the ghost uh in the and the guy that you were talking about before that's the scariest oh uh ghost tussie yeah ghost tussie (laughs) (laughs) i can't go tussie (laughs) the gurpees (laughs) that's more terrifying getting gurpees um so it says this is around october of 2020 at 2 p.m it was a dead night how is it how is it night if it's 2 p.m yes okay so anyways it doesn't make sense uh it was a dead night crime was low that time of year partly because of covid and partly because it was cold we had parked our vehicles side by side facing opposite directions so that the driver's side windows line up this is common in our line of work i can attest to that um (laughs) My partner gets dispatched to a noise complaint and leaves. I use this time to step out and relieve my bladder. As I'm standing outside, I hear a whistle in the woods that are across from the abandoned school grounds. These woods are roughly 100 yards from where I am parked. The whistle was a tune, like it came from a human mouth, and it was oddly loud. We do have a homeless problem in my city, but not in the area I patrol. But I assume a homeless person must have wandered their way to the south side of the city so i get back in my car roll my window up and anxiously await my partner's return my partner returns after about 20 minutes i tell him the story and we move on to other topics i'm a believer in the paranormal but he's quite skeptic within about 30 minutes he decides that he needs to pee so he steps out and walks to the rear of his patrol car he's back there for roughly five seconds and boom we hear it again A loud whistle to the tune of a slow song. The whistle lasted for maybe about 10 seconds. Why does everything last 10 seconds? (laughs) I don't understand. Yes. Uh, He walks back to my window and his face is pale milky white. 
so is the the matter that came after the 10 seconds no i'm just kidding as soon as you said that that's where my brain went i just didn't want to say it this is why we can't hang out taylor um we can't have nice things we can't have nice things um so it says so as cops do we decide to investigate we grab our flashlights and start walking slowly through the field that grass is up to our waist. We get about halfway in the field when we hear it again, but this time it sounds like it's coming from our right side where the school is. As we are standing there with our flashlights shining on the school, uh, we begin to see the grass start to move. Oh yep. no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there is no wind. The grass is not moving around us. No. It looks like something is crawling in the field. No. The grass is moving slow in a straight path towards us. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, thanks. It says we begin. Uh, you know walk- what I would have done? I would have been like, <laughs> it's the wind. Well, it's the wind. The other way, right? <laughs> we begin walking towards the movement. Why? <sighs> that's like, that's a typical, like, stupid move in like a scary movie. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I hear this like loud growl and it sounds Let like someone's going to kill me. Let's just walk towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says we begin walking towards the movement. At this point, we both have our hands on our firearms. The air is eerily still, and you could see our breath from the cold. Oh, quick yell break. I can tell <laughs> that my partner is uneasy. We are walking very slow and quiet, and as we get about 20 feet away from the moving grass, it stops. And we hear the whistle come from exactly where our flashlights are shining on the now still grass. Now we are frozen in fear and we are scared to speak to each other. It feels like minutes pass, but probably only a few seconds. I go to take a step forward and all of a sudden the grass starts to move again, this time away from us towards the wood line, only this time it's fast, too fast for us to run after. So we just stand and watch. We watch as the moving grass reaches the woods. We both have our lights focused on it. And again, the whistle coming from the woods where the grass just stopped moving. Only this time the whistle is quiet. This is the part that shocks us. We are now shining our lights into the woods. There are several large trees in our view. This thing stands up. It looked like a child, but not, and it's hard to explain. Despite our lights shining directly onto the figure, it seemed amassed in darkness. Before we could even call out, it stepped behind a tree and was gone. We gathered up the courage to go after it. Why? Why? That's the smartest thing to do. Um, as we get to the tree, there is nothing, no footprints, no leaves crunching like you would expect to hear in autumn. It was like it vanished into nothing. We spent the next hour checking reports for missing children in the area and we could find nothing. The creepiest part is that it must have been running on all fours when it was in the grass. We have a children's psychiatric hospital in the city, but they had no reports of escapees. To this day, we cannot explain it. And to this day, we continue to park there. Three years have passed and we never had another experience like it. But my partner is now a believer and everyone at the department thinks we are crazy. Yes. Okay. The whole part of it being like on all fours, done. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way that it like zing zang <coughs> zoomed off into the woods and then like stood up out of the grass. Like I would be like, what? No. What? Excuse, excuse me, sir. Sit back down. Get back in the grass. Like do not stand up like that. You know what makes me so mad is that they don't make enough Skinwalker movies. Like they need to make movies about Skinwalkers because that I feel like is so much more terrifying than a ghost. Because like a ghost is, and I feel like we might have talked about this last time. A ghost is terrifying, but like 
because it's but like, to like a unknown. certain extent yeah because it's like it's the unknown you don't really know that's its own type of horror but like a skinwalker because it's like described as half human half animal or animal like that sounds more like realistic and terrifying and like although I do believe in ghosts I feel like I believe in skinwalkers a little bit more and they irk me just a little bit more than ghosts yeah I mean I felt like they were making a movie there is one right isn't it coming out it it came out I think in the UK but it's not coming out in the US yet I have to look up the name of it but I've been dying I've been telling my dad I'm like dad you need to literally tell me when you're able to get it and download it because I it just it it's it looks creepy as hell because like when I've watched even if it's like made up when I've watched some like skinwalker videos those things scare the crap out of me well especially like, that one of the video sounds I last time yeah well, I don't like, like the ones that like it sounds like a human like it's yeah. imitating a human that freaks me out it's creepy um there's a there's that I don't know if you've seen it there's that new trailer Oh God, that's not what I was searching. Lord, um, I searched a, a a hand a hand scary movie, and then the little the little hand that that came up. You know what I'm talking about? He's my like, strong hand. My strong hand. My strong hand. <laughs> um, scary movie about a hand. I you can't even think. Talk to me. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. But oh, you just man. made me think you... of how about a leg? How about two? How about, how about two? <laughs> that was so that part was so funny. And, and then what did he those say? Quotes are He's always like, like quoted in our house. You want to give me a hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that movie is so good. Scary movie. Oh, the new skinwalker movie that's coming out is called A Hollow Tree. I feel like I knew that there was a new one coming out, but there's this other movie. So it's not Skinwalker related, but it's a two brothers, two Australian brothers. They created this movie and it's called um, Talk to Me. And apparently they discover like an embalmed hand. Oh, I've been dying to see that one. Is that the one where you like hold the hand for 30 seconds? Yeah, but if you hold it longer, it like will possess you. I've been wanting to see that so bad. I saw the I saw the trailer and it's coming out. Uh, yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, so we're gonna have to get. Back I know to it's that. soon. It's like yeah, very it's soon. it is very soon. I'm like I can't. I don't see a date. Um, but yeah, I'm like that looks really good. So we may have to do like a review on that. We should do like scary movie reviews. Speaking of, if you want to segue into a scary movie review, I watched. Uh, what was the movie darkness falls i watched darkness falls i literally made my dad search the depths of the earth for the movie so i could watch it because it wasn't on any platform really Um, yeah he had to like download it um totally legally yeah of course uh if he listens to this he's gonna kill me for like outing him um yeah he i i watched it it was like it's it made me so mad because I hate like how I said before how desensitized I am because to me it was like one of those classic horror cheesy movies but like I know if I was a kid seeing that scene where like the the thing the woman was like in the trees that would have terrified the crap out of me it still terrifies the crap out of me I you know what it is though like I'm scared of the dark 
So well, like, I think I that's why it, like, I think that's yeah. why it like freaks me out still to this day. Like I, I will watch that. It is definitely like a staple and it still freaks me out. Like, yeah. See when I'm at home, I have a nightlight that my sister and I have because we're too freaking terrified. But then somehow I don't know what it is when I'm sleeping here at <clears throat> Patrick's house. We don't have any lights on in the room, but like I'm somehow feel safe because like he's, I guess, next to me. But like it's it's also because his room is very small. So like okay. if it was a bigger room, I'd be like, absolutely not. Like if there was yeah, because there's too much like space, too much yeah. blank space in the darkness. Yeah. Like he has sliding closet doors. And so I will not go to bed if they're even slightly cracked. I can't do you it. You know, I'm like that. Matt gets mad. Matt always gets mad at me because like it's kind of become like his unspoken. Stop. <laughs> it's become like his unspoken duty. Um, And my closet, like if it's not like closed, I'm like, Matt. And he's like, oh. he's like, why do I have to close this every night? Yeah. Like, it's just, you have to like. Don't mind me because I'm shutting the curtains because it's spooky as fuck out. Right <laughs> yes. I got to lock the doors. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump into this next one. Um, this one's kind of quick, but I figure it's just like a creepy little like story. Um, so this one's by Jim Boseth. Jim Boseth. Okay. We're going to go with it. Um, oh. It says, maybe this wasn't a cryptid. It's possible, but to this day, I have no explanation for what happened. My uncle usually hosts winter parties at his house every year. One year, his basement was flooded, so we had no choice but to hold the party somewhere else. It was held at a nearby lodge. On the side of the lodge was a road, and across the road was a small section of trees with a pond in it. An hour or two before the party ended, my cousin and I went outside near the road. We heard a noise coming from the trees, which sounded like something stomping in the pond. Note that when I say stomping, I really do mean stomping, not just some animal swimming around in there, like something was deliberately and forcefully doing God knows what in that pond. My cousin and I went inside and told our other cousin, and the three of us went back out. Being teenagers and all, we decide, hey, let's throw rocks. So that's essentially what we do. Few rocks in, another rock lands in front of us. Whatever was in there threw a rock back. We all went back in and told our other cousin. And other is in all caps, or other cousin. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> our older and more. Cousin. Oh, oh, they, well, they emphasize, they say our older and more smart cousin. Okay. Exactly. Are they smart though? We'll determine in the next few sentences. Yeah, we're going to find, we're going to figure this <laughs> out. If the other cousin is a, as smart and as wise as they say, um, who decided, hey, let's go over there. Hmm. Not so smart. No, mind me. I'm eating my leftovers because I'm freaking starving. So yeah, I know. I still haven't eat my chicken sandwich. Um, it says we start heading over to the trees, and pretty much as soon as the older cousin sets foot on the grass, the stomping gets faster and louder, as if whatever it was was running at us. We all no. ran back into the lodge and stayed inside for the rest of the night. True that this could have been a person, but it just doesn't make sense. What were they doing in there that late? What were they doing in there at all? And I still think about what it could have been. And it doesn't help that my cousins don't even remember. Mm, so you crazy. Yeah. It's a little weird. And then there's some girl like talking about llamas. I'm like, we love not that. A cryptid, it's not a cryptid story. 
What the heck? Yeah, they could. Technically, I guess a skinwalker could be a llama. You just made me think of, I love how like, really quick before I even tell you this, I have the most ADHD brain because the second somebody says something, I immediately like, my brain goes into like, I can't remember anything. I Like I associate you, I got it? Yeah, like it associates with different like words and phrases and stuff. And you said that, it just made me think of how at my camp we have, um, which they're not even llamas, they're goats, but it made me think of goats. I love goats. Um, we have a nature center and there's two goats and tell me how they named the orange haired one uh Ginny Weasley and the white haired one Dumbledore oh they became my besties um that's so cute that though yeah they're really cute not llamas though but I felt but like goots. that needs to be put out there yeah <laughs> goots um I'm trying to um Pull up this one story because it looks really creepy. Somebody's like looking up like <laughs> leprechauns. This is where if you're watching us on YouTube, you can just indulge in me eating and stuffing my my mouth like a chipmunk or what are they a hamster? Yeah, and if you're just listening, Taylor, get closer to the microphone and yeah, shoot really loud cool. so we can do some, like, ASMR. I'm so sorry to anyone that has to hear that. I'm not, I'm not going to torture anymore. Oh, I'm going to be honest. I don't, were you near the mic? I didn't even hear mm. you chewing. You know, I'm not going to lie. I think I was on the wrong end. Hold on. Hold on. I'll, I'll chew for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's beautiful. Um, so... <clears throat> Let's see. Enjoy, enjoy uh, Taylor's um, leftovers real quick because mm -hmm. I'm trying to pull this up. I got, I made orange chicken, and mm. white rice, and Korean sticky potatoes. Except it's like two days old. So it's kind of like the potatoes got squishy, but they're kind of like a good squishy. You know? I like squishy potatoes. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of potatoes that are like, really hard and potatoey like when it comes to french fries i get weird yeah if they're if they're like hard they're like, it's a yeah i don't like the hard ones and i also don't like the super thick potatoey ones unless they're like the waffle fries otherwise i'm usually like a mcdonald's fry kind of person where they're skinny and like crispy and oily and stuff the mm. unhealthy kind yeah the really like yeah. the five guys kind mm -hmm. oh five guys has a those are an good... exception because they're a little potatoey but they're like crispy and crunchy yeah yeah i feel like um they need to like i like when it has like a crunchy outside but then it's like soft in the middle mm -hmm. it's got to have that perfect crunch factor mm -hmm. um i don't know what's happening i'm like i had all these things pulled up but um maybe it's the good tussy it's the good tussy <laughs> i cannot um everybody's like looking for skinwalkers on here and i'm like no just give me like where are all the, the skinwalker stories i was trying to look before on um missing 411 but i was having i feel like i find better stories when i'm on my phone than on my computer like i don't know what the difference is true 
Ooh, this girl posted a picture. Uh, I don't know if you can. No, oh, I have to hold it near my chest. Do you see that bruise? I'm not gonna lie. From here, that looks like a wiener. Okay, well, this is not a wiener. <laughs> this is not a wiener. It's like this girl's neck and it's like mangled. Like she looks Ooh. like somebody just like snatched her up and was like, listen here, and just like grabbed her. Um they and this is not the first time that I have heard of this happening, and the reason I won't go, but Zach Bagan's uh haunted museum. Uh he cracks me up. And I don't mean like a, I love him kind of way. Like he cracks me up because he's ridiculous. He's 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 a little uh a little disrespectful. He's a, a little disrespectful. Um, but she, this person said, my husband and I toured the haunted museum today. And since we were VIP, we got to tour many of the extra rooms, but the first one included a room of dolls to where my left leg accidentally brushed up against a doll. Mm-mm. Once we hit the Dybbuk box room. I immediately felt sicker than heck to the point where I was close to vomiting. I shifted my standing position to comfort the feeling, but it didn't go away until we left the room and continued the tour. Later throughout the day, we did the Titanic exhibit and the um, Nine-Eye roller coaster. After those activities, I noticed the right side of my neck felt sore, like it was bruised. And when we got to the hotel room, I brushed my hair to the side to show a bruise. I asked my husband to confirm the bruising as it looks like someone grabbed me when I never felt someone grab me. He took a pic with my phone and we both have been questioning. Picture is obviously posted. I'm honestly scared to sleep tonight since today has shown bad juju. We've had the company of multiple... Oh, we've had the company of multiple feral pigeons uh, wherever we went after the tour. And I lost my wallet only to get it back, but with $200 stolen. Do I have something attached to me or is this just a random attack? Or maybe I'm crazy. Oh, what's the girl, ghost, ghost going to do with money? Huh? What's the ghost going to do with money? Um, buy another ticket to the museum for an unsuspecting victim that makes sense like here's another vip ticket let me torture mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but i've heard i've heard of people going to that museum and like being attacked and like having stuff follow them home so like that doesn't this doesn't shock me um because there's like he's got some like some dark stuff there Ooh. Because he has, um, the, I mean, the Dybbuk box truly, like, that in itself, I mean, that is a dark piece of equipment to have. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. It's not like equipment. It's like, I mean, what it's meant for and what it houses and, like, the story behind it. I mean, that's some dark stuff. So, like, yeah. I truly feel like if you have a dark enough object, it can kind of become the epicenter of a place. Mm-hmm. Just like with... um. Like if you put multiple witches in a room, right? They say yeah. like witches are are more powerful in numbers. If you put psychics and sensitives in a room, their sensitivities like amplify. So I do think that if you have just like the Warren's Occult Museum, things like that, you have all of these darker <laughs> objects that are haunted and you put them all under one roof. I mean, it's only natural that if there are attachments and energy to them, you would assume that, I mean, the Dybbuk box is probably going to be the kingpin of the whole operation and it's going to fuel 
a whole lot of stuff there. So that's the only reason, like, I don't think I would go. Cause when it first came out, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like I'm going to go to, I really want to go to this. And I was yeah. talking to Matt's mom about it, but like Post Malone touched the Dybbuk box and he disappeared for some time. Cause he was having some stuff happen. Did he? I didn't and know that. that. And I don't really pay crashed. He survived a, 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 I think it was I don't, him. I'm not super into like paying attention to certain artists. Like that's, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, and it's not even so much about paying attention to the artist. It was just um, like haunted stuff that would come up and people were like talking about how he went, he got invited to the museum and Zach Bagan kind of like, I think coaxed him and was trying to coax him into touching the Dybbuk box. And he's like, no, man. And Zach gave him a little, like one of those little things. And then, you know, a little nudge and nudge. And he, uh, he brushed it. And then he had like a ton of bad luck. And this is just hearsay. This is hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. So I don't know um, if like that's legit, but that was the the word on the street. So I don't know um, the truth behind it, but it was enough to kind of be like, oh, maybe I'll think twice about visiting the the haunted objects. Yeah. Well, that was like when when you, me, Matt, and Grace went to. Gettysburg back in 2020 Mm -hmm. and you were literally like all right I'm gonna keep you guys all protected but like do me a favor don't touch a damn thing when we go in this museum because you're like you've been in here before and it like rubs you the wrong way some of those items and I was literally shitting my pants as we were watching like Grace brush almost brush up against like I think it was what the treasure box or like the chest and you literally I saw your like hand kind of like push her forward a little bit and at one point I think she didn't she almost touch or did touch like brush I think she brushed I think she brushed up against something um but I just remember I didn't know that there was anything in that closet that was next to us and I was six I was sitting there and I was like "Ooh!" I was like whatever this is it knows that I know that that something's there and it doesn't like me and I was like it was like playing mind games and I like I remember asking the girl, I'm like, what's in there? <coughs> and she was like, well, it's funny that you say that. And then she like popped it open and was like, this is, and I'm like, oh no, it was that <laughs> doll that like changes yes. like its face or whatever to, I guess, coincide with whoever it's living with. And it does weird stuff. And I'm like, I don't like things that change their form or no. I just, I'm very, I mean, like, think about it. Like if you're, if you have a friend, right? Like we don't, we don't hang, we don't hang with two-faced people. We don't <laughs> hang with people that, that change their colors and change their stripes, you know? And I, like, so I, I, I'm not cool with that. Like, I'm like, mm, I don't like things that do that. Like, just show me your true form and let's call it a day. Well, that's why skinwalkers like totally freak me out because they change their form to like, and even like, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, siren heads. Have you ever heard I've, of those? I've heard of them. I'm not super versed in them. They're like these, they're I don't know what, I don't know if it's like a creepypasta or what, you know, place it is involved in, but um, they're known to be these like skinny, tall, lengthy things, like really tall. I mean, like building high tall and they have um, speakers as like, Mm -hmm. you know, their head and stuff. And what they do is they mimic voices that they hear so that they lure you in. Yeah. And so like, say if they hear somebody and you know that person they'll try to like mimic that voice to get you to come to them 
so that they can like i guess kill you i don't know it's just creepy it's like the same shit with like skinwalkers it's just creepy please tell me that you're looking at like matt it is but it was like i was just trying to figure out what my dog just like pummeled face first into like i heard the dogs come down the stairs i'm like oh he's gonna go walk them and i heard (laughs) i was like what the (laughs) hell was that Every time you looked, I was like thinking you were like looking at because the last time we did the podcast. Oh no, that first time that I turned around before, that was not Matt. Like I definitely saw spirit. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. but that's not like abnormal for me. So I was just like, I'm like, who the hell was that? Like (laughs) who's bothered? Who's bothered me in my enrichment time in my enclosure? (laughs) (laughs) I literally say all the time, I'm like, business hours business hours <laughs> this is nine this is a nine to five operation do not approach me after five o'clock <laughs> yeah, no, no i will it's not a, it's a 9 a.m to a 9.05 a.m that's when you come you don't no later no earlier no yep. <laughs> on time we got a strict we run a tight shipwreck here <laughs> oh my gosh oh, my throat um but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it was funny. So I actually just started, um, doing like these little, uh, like I'm going to start like doing like little, I call them like ghoul friend hour minis on like TikTok mm-hmm. and doing like little introductions to like certain cryptid creatures, just like little, um, I think of them as like little TikTok index cards. Like, Hey, do you know what a fairy is? Do you know what this is? Um, and so the other day, um, when I had Sam Baltrusis on, uh, he was telling me, he said this, I have to look up how to say it again. <laughs> um, it's a Pukwiji. Puk, puk, a Pukwiji. I've never Pukwiji. heard of it. Me either. And I thought it's it was like so pudgy. funny because I'm, I'm actually Algonquin Native American because my dad is from Canada. He's mm. French Canadian. Um, and this is something that I, I just literally found out not too long ago. And they are like a part of the Algonquin belief, like each tribe that it's associated with has kind of their own belief. Some believe that they lure you to your death. Some yep. of them believe that they're just kind of these mischievous creatures, but they look like a troll. Like yeah. like a troll or a goblin. Well, that's um, okay because like we're goblins ourselves. So like if they're goblin exactly. or trolls, then I'm okay with it. But if they try to lure me in and kill me, I'm losing okay goblins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because literally, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Once a day, Patrick literally calls me. He literally will look at me and be like, "Why are you such a gremlin? Or why are you such a goblin?" And I'm like, "Thank you, mm, thank you so much. Try. <laughs> I, I am a little gremlin." <laughs> I feel like I, I definitely identify as a gremlin because like too, I'm up to I'm no proud. good at all times. Yeah. And I'm, if you're going to expect me to make the right choice, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, SpongeBob says, I'm ugly and I'm proud, but I'll just say I'm gremlin and I'm proud. I, you know, that should be our new motto. I'm gremlin and I'm proud. <laughs> I am gremlin and I'm proud. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I learned about these Pukwajis and he said that and I was like, oh, that sounds so cute. Like in the middle of our podcast, I was like, what is that? I was like, that sounds so cute. He's like, well, they, they actually lower you to your death. And I'm like, <laughs> cute. I was like, oh, I was like, isn't that sweet? I mean, it just dropped me off a hundred foot cliff. Cause that's apparently so 
apparently it's such a big thing in Massachusetts. The uh, Massachusetts cops right out of like the state forest where apparently these Pukwajis are like constantly seen. They put up a Pukwaji crossing sign right outside the state forest. And so the, the, there's been so many suicide jumps from this cliff in the state forest. And I, I think one of them said somebody survived and they, that this is where it kind of came from was this guy leapt to his death, survived this hundred foot cliff jump. And they basically said that, um, he, <coughs> he had told them that this little person who is like cutesy tootsy, like this little troll, um, was like, yeah follow me and just honestly though like at this time (laughs) because i'm over here struggling to be able to get a house and you know inflation and stuff so i'd kind of be like yeah i'll come with you You (laughs) take my hand (laughs) take my hand (laughs) say no more yeah let's jump (laughs) i like you let's go for an adventure Mm. yeah i mean in inflation and impending recession will make you do crazy things like trust the public no because i absolutely love that like our generations because you as a millennial and me as a gen z are both our generations crack me up because we're at a point where like back then i feel like people were scared to get hit by a car and my favorite phrase and i still use it well i changed it but i still use it to this day yeah, right. Like hit me. I'll be like, pay for my tuition. But now I say, that's pay what for my I student say. Debt. I say, pay for my debt. But like, I love when you hear somebody be like, I don't care. You know, pay pay for my uh, pay for this. You know, give me money. It's just like that- we don't even give a shit anymore because we don't even know what to do with our lives. We were brought up, and our parents were like, make sure you look both ways when crossing the street. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, let me just <laughs> intrusive let me just thought. Take big steps. I'm just gonna like slowly walk across the street the way that Buddy does in Elf. Oh my god! Pop the whole way. (laughs) It's like, oh look, there's a semi. Let me just. (laughs) just... No, no, I'm just kidding. Let me. (laughs) What if? What if I just? (laughs) What if I just? So, for anybody listening, I mean, we have a really, really morbid sense of humor. So, if you don't like these kinds of jokes. Don't hang out with us. Take your ghoul tosi out of here. Yeah, take your ghoul tosi. <laughs> Get your ghoul tosi out of this place. Get your ghoul tosi out of here. Your ghoul tosi is not welcome here. <laughs> no, because that was so funny. That's the thing too, like morbid humor, like how our both our generations and even the younger generations too now that like have social media, our morbid sense of humor is insane like i don't don't even think i don't even think it's like a morbid sense of humor i just think we're actually like just dead inside like i just accepted the fact that like i think most of us are just so fed up (laughs) with the world we're just absolutely dead inside the other feel nothing i was at work the other day and we were like talking about how these kids are like super crazy now and um yeah like eating tide pods that was pretty crazy yeah but like we were talking about how you know, this, this time and era, like everything is so dark humor related. And we were discussing about how literally those, those rich people went in the submarine, you know, imploded. And well, at least that's what we were told. Like they imploded. Um, and all you see on TikTok is like, I saw this one and it was like Ariel on her way down to get some like billionaires, like stuff or whatever, like on her way all down the to memes. the submarine. And I'm like, what? And then you got like the Titanic where like, 
the ghosts were down there like dancing and they were getting like pissed that they were bothering them like I swear the memes came in so fast (laughs) but you know what was even worse I go on my Apple TV and I'm like I'm gonna get ready to watch this movie Nefarious and do you know what the number one fucking movie is right now in America? No because I know what you're gonna say because I saw it the other day and I was like Patrick what is this nonsense? Literally, I'm like, so for those of you listening, <laughs> if you haven't checked the Billboard 100s, I don't even know that's what, what is movies on? What are they like rated on? I don't know. I know on Netflix, they got like the top 10. Okay, well, whatever like, movie forum on like the the, the hot top, <laughs> the hot top 100, I'm going to make up my own thing. Um, Titanic was number one. And I'm like, really you guys, we lived up, we live in a fucked up generation. Mm-hmm. Like, these people literally blew up in a millisecond and y'all are like making like submarine memes and oh that's hard to say um sub (laughs) submarine memes um and then you have like just titanic as number one because why is it that like a tragic moment has to make you be like you know what i'm gonna watch titanic (laughs) why not I'm feeling quirky. Let's watch Titanic, guys. That's what I'm saying. We're dead inside. We have no like. Yeah, we're just we're just honestly dark. I mean, I can't say anything past that. We're just we're dark. But then again, I also think about the fact that like, are we all really dark? Because I feel like sometimes I meet people and I have to mask myself because I'm like, ooh, you're not like you're You're not not as dark as me. Yeah, Yeah, there's definitely like. There's layers. There's layers. Like and and like depending on like with it's you, like yeah. Like I'm comfortable with you, so like I can be really like odd and dark. But then there's other people who think I'm like an absolute ray of sunshine, and they're like, "Oh, you're so nice and so yes. sweet." And I'm like, "No, because literally, little do you know, I don't like to like. I'm not one to toot my own horn. I don't like to like talk about myself and be like, oh yeah, like you know, people say this like because it makes me feel like weird, but." I do get a lot of like comments in the school settings and even from like other people like family too. Um, The whole reason I started substitute teaching was because a lot of like our family was and you know friends were saying like oh like you'd be really good teacher like you're amazing with kids you're so like sweet and patient with them. Yeah and so like but to me it just seems like I'm just being like my normal self with them and so like I hear all these things and like in the school settings people always know me as like that sweet like half quiet half outspoken because like I I'm very shy but I can also try to like make up conversation if I need to if I'm feeling like awkward and so those people know me as like that but then I have people that know me like close family like you guys and stuff where it's like those um have you ever heard that meme the Jenna Marbles meme I got two looks and that's it that's me like I got the nice quiet like sweet patient girl and then I got the what the fuck is that like like she a gremlin she a gremlin she a gremlin gremlin and I'm proud but yeah I I do feel that like I feel like there's times where because like even like my other like best friend Kim like we'll talk about stuff and we're literally laughing it out just like dark stuff like and I'm like sitting there and I'm like I feel like this is gonna be like ugh, my poor therapist. Like I, he's gonna. This is gonna be a chapter in my therapy book. I can feel it. Like I'm like I probably shouldn't be laughing at this. And then my friend Kim is like over there freaking crying, laughing, and I'm like, 
yeah uh, it's kind of funny <laughs> well, like, it's a little funny <laughs> but yeah like I'm like I'm I'm effed like I'm just absolutely um I mean there's no sal like there's no salvaging yeah. what's going on here like I just this is mom this isn't a phase this is the real me yeah no this me but yeah Demi Lovato Camp Rock this is real this is me this is me exactly where I want to be it's been so long I don't even know the I don't know the rest of the well because you know what makes me so mad now that I'm thinking about it I wish that I was the age that I am now back in 2008 2009 and you know like and you could appreciate it more no but like because I work at camp and I wish I could have been in that era when Camp Rock was the shit. Because you know damn well that camp was like, they probably had a skyrocket of kids going to camp because of those movies. And I am so sad that like, I don't see, if you remember like Camp Rock 2, where they're walking down to the lake and you hear the slapping of the legs and stuff, they're going, Camp Rock! That. Yeah, yeah, that's such the, a cringe scene. Camp Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, so like, cringe. I mean, I do like a lot of the girls there at camp, like they do sing out certain songs like taylor swift like they'll just start like chanting things or like this week is spirit week so a lot of the kids are making up like really cute spirit um chants but like i am dying to hear somebody start singing the like camp rock like i just want to hear it just start and it's just so sad just start it. i should i honestly should just set it out i was and, like show them show them what the good days look like yeah I should right the woman that works next to me she's been working there for 27 years and I want to ask her because I know she's seen it all so I want to ask her like what it was like during that time when it was all like camp rock era and stuff because I wonder if like that's that was the thing back then I'm so jealous I couldn't have been there for it it more like camp crystal lake that too (laughs) maybe (laughs) <laughs> they you know, did used so to do though there. like you're over here talking about camp rock and you're like oh i wish i could go, like go back there and in my head i'm like yeah i wish i could be this age then because i would buy myself a sidekick like <laughs> that's where my brain went like i'm like i wanted a sidekick so bad in like the early 2000s i'm like i wanted to flip that shit open with no, attitude was, and like the one what was the one called because i never got to have it so the envy so it was the one where you could flip it up like a phone and then you could also slide it up so that you could type like a regular phone, like like a side like text type of thing. I don't remember what it was. Because the Envy yeah. had like, they came out with like three or four versions. Um, and like the last version was like more similar to the iPhone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I, um, my best friend had like the, no, yeah, she had, no, I think that was actually the original Envy. There was like orange, green, and like yeah. you slide it up or you could flip it and that's yeah yeah that's and then it, or you could just hold it closed and it was that's what I wanted when I my yeah. first phone which my sister and I had to share was the pink razor phone the one that was oh just my simple, gosh like, that was yeah. like yeah but that was the thing yeah and like we had to share it and it was for emergencies only and then eventually we were finally like sixth seventh grade and my parents were like all right we'll get you guys your own phones so my phone because I wanted that phone, I don't know if it was more expensive or it just wasn't like accessible. They never really told me why. Um, they gave me kind of like a dupe. So what it was, was it was, I think Motorola, but it was a blue phone that when you looked at it, it was the normal, like you would just, um, it had like the one through nine and um, the little tiny screen. But if you, um, 
it didn't kick up, like it didn't push up, but it flipped on its side. So it kind of like looked like it had, I have to look up a picture of it. It, I think I still have the phone somewhere. I had house. a Motorola like that, but I'm like, cause I had the reason I can was- never have any of the cool Verizon phones that were coming out was mainly because I, um, I had, AT&T. it was either Verizon or Motorola. I don't remember what it was. I didn't have Verizon until I could afford my, afford my own, um, phone bill. Mm-hmm. So I was oh. stuck on like singular AT&T. No, it wasn't, it didn't flip, it slid. So it was called the Samsung Verizon Slider. And this, um, this was the one, this was the phone that I had. Oh God, I'm like, oh, you gotta hold it close to your so chest. This is the one I have. Oh yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was, but I was so like, this? I mean, I was grateful, but I was also kind of salty because I was like, I wanted to have the one where like it flips up, like the cool either you know, it'd flip really cool. And then it could flip the other way, like a normal cell phone. I'm trying to it find the so one that I fun. had because it was, I thought you might've been referring to the one that I had. Um, yeah, this was mine. This, this good old thing. That's I, that maybe that was the one. Did it like push up like to the side? Like, did it flip up or did it just slide up? It just slid up. I wanted, like, and then it had a touch screen. Yeah. Um, but that's the one. That's the one that I had because I had gotten that one, and then my dumbass dropped it in a freaking toilet because it was in my <laughs> back pocket. And I went to the bathroom at school. I was getting changed for cheerleading, and like in a rush, like pulled my pants down, no. and it just went zoop. <laughs> all of a sudden, I heard clink, and it started like ringing. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, the other one that I had, cause you said the envy, I did have the LG envy and it was like this one. Oh my God. Hold on. It was this one. This is the other one that I had at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, that yeah. was a small one. That one Looking I like, had. Yeah. Um, really cool. And I used to try to attempt to like, I might've had, I don't remember if it was the blue one or the red one. I think I had the blue one because blue was always my favorite color is my go-to color so I think the blue one was the one that I had I had this one this one was kind of ghetto because like I inherited it from like I think it was my mom um <laughs> but it was kind of like a palm piloty like it was like the AT&T version of like the palm pilot so like yeah. the top of it was like clear um yeah. and that one was fun for a little while and then I had um I'm trying to see if I can pull it up. I remember when the chocolate came out. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh yeah, I had this, the Sony Ericsson. Oh my God. I actually think my sister, I have to ask her now. I thought my sister wanted the chocolate one or she got the chocolate one. Cause I remember it was always like talked about quite a few times in our household, but I don't know if any of us ever, whoever had gotten it, if they ever did. Yeah. And then you remember Blackberries, <coughs> like BBM me or BB, whatever the frick it was called. The only one in my house that ever had a Blackberry was always my dad because he always used it for work and they would provide me with one. So he was the only one that ever had a Blackberry. We were always with the LGs and the Verizon. I was like, all my friends had like all this like cool stuff. And I was like over here. I'm like, oh, I got a a palm. 
I was like this. I actually love my palm. I can't even say anything because I I have it. I still have it. It's somewhere like with my crap, like my junk mm-hmm. that I moved from my grandfather's house. But it was a cute. Um, my cousin gave it to me. It was like a blue, like little palm pilot. It had like a touch screen, but it was like baby blue. It was just super cute. And the only thing that I wanted really a keyboard for, like I didn't need like a fancy phone. I just hated when I would have like a flip phone, and when you'd be trying to text. You would like, it was have like to triple double tap. Oh my gosh. Like that, and like you had to have, even though I had like small fingers, I felt like you had like ogre fingers when you were trying to like press the buttons because they were so freaking small. Literally. So I loved my palm because I was just like, boop, 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 boop. and then I had like the little stylus. It was very mm-hmm. attitude y. I liked how sassy it was. Yeah. My favorite is when you see those um, posts now where it's like it gives you the numbers and you have to decode it, and they're like, oh yeah which I hate, but a lot of the times it'll say like, yeah, Gen Zers and on like, won't get it. But like, I'll literally decode it in like a minute. And I'll be like, oh, I remember what that says. Like all yeah. I have to do is like, look at the board, like the numbers and I'll be like, oh, I know what that spells. Like, yeah, I, that's where I sometimes get frustrated. Cause sometimes I hate the whole generation thing because I feel like. Well, like, I do feel like a- me and you both don't fit the box for our no. Like no, we're not, I, I've always felt like I can relate to Gen Z, but then although I don't deal with like the struggle struggles that like millennials deal with, I do feel like I relate to the millennials more because a lot of my, like, I'm literally the beginning of Gen Z basically. Well, because technically where is it where they actually, cause I thought that like they considered one group considered, I think like 96 and so forth as Gen Z, but then another, like community or whatever considered that was it two is it 2000 that considered I don't remember what it was there was like I've heard like multiple like answers and I don't know what the exact I'm gonna look it up yeah I don't really know all of that I just know like basically just <coughs> that I'm a millennial yeah but I don't so like really this like one associate. says 19 this one says 1997 to 2012 so they that would be gen z and then millennials i think go till 96 okay yeah 1981 to 1996 but like i'm only because i was born in 98 so i'm only like a year two years in not like a year into being a gen zer and so i feel like probably i feel like I'm, i'm curious to meet like a beginning of a millennial and see if they feel the same way because I feel like when you're in the beginning of that new era I feel like you kind of relate to both like generations. yeah, yeah I can agree with that because I mean like you do yeah because like those, those moments- like you're like an old soul like I feel like you have a very like mature soul so like I just feel like no matter what like you're always going to probably relate to certain because like you just have like you you are like you have a more mature soul than like what you're kind of categorized into like I don't feel like a millennial at all yeah oh lord well we should probably wrap up this session (laughs) I'm like we literally started at like 7 30 and it's like well we actually technically started at what 6 6 20 oh yeah 620 yeah but now that you guys have kind of gotten to know our true selves mm-hmm. and then we're going to segue back into the fact that we started this off 
by talking about how Patrick doesn't wash his ass. Yeah, we just want to remind you guys of that. We want to make sure you didn't forget that from the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. He does not wash his crack. Yeah. And for, for and his feet, are, apparently. Yeah. For those who are listening um, and are curious who Patrick is, um, he, him and I have been together since we were in eighth grade. So we've been together for 11 years now. Um, so I like to roast the shit out of him and we make fun of each other. So this is why I like to put him on blast. So hopefully one day if this podcast skyrockets, I hope that people will go back and be like, that girl's boy don't wash his ass. He doesn't wash his ass. He might yeah. start washing it though after this because yeah. now the whole- I mean, he does. He just doesn't really do, a, you know, an A1 job. That's okay. We got to fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. So until, until next time- do you want to say it? Yeah. Should I say it? Should we say it together? I feel like before we tried to do it, we like fucked that up so bad. No, I'm going to, I'm going to let you do it. Cause you, this is your okay. first like episode as our co-host. So That's go true. ahead and give us your best until next time. Okay. Until next time, let's get weird. <laughs> all right well i love you and i will see you for our n- actual creepy episode that's not yeah. filled with um ghost dussies and uh <laughs> god Random knows shit. what else yeah. yeah um i'm gonna bring some good stories to the table hopefully yeah i know you will you always bring the heat yeah it'll be great as do you so, all right I will talk to you soon. And until next time, let's get weird. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, Bye. Queen, let's get weird. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay, bye.